0: I'm a 28-year-old man. I should be able to eat a chicken sandwich if I want. He's 28 years old and he can eat a chicken sandwich. Very impressive. Mike Fitzgibbon's son is a nuclear physicist, and my son can eat a chicken. No! <laughs> Neither no. eat that goddamn roast beef or you can go.
1: everybody
2: hello team what's happening hoops it's enough the only podcast where you can hear a couple guys talk about movies and television starring your host the turkey boys ryan Ankner and scott swing and it's a beautiful sunday we're live from the city on a hill which for people who don't know or who aren't watching the hit showtime series is boston massachusetts
1: hell of a city it is
2: kid it's sick and dope. It's pretty
1: hot out there today, huh,
2: Hoops? It is. We actually we just saw a movie. We walked to the, we did. To the features. We well, haven't
1: talked about it yet on purpose. Yes. Because we'll get, I wanted to discuss it on air. Yeah.
2: Do you want to get to that later? Should
1: yeah, we let's, save that? Let's do, let's do it after news. Yes. We got some some piping hot reviews,
2: as always. We started the show up top with a, a nice clip from Freddy Got Fingered, featuring Rip Torn, who passed away... Uh, this past week
1: may he rest in peace
2: everyone online was saying rip rip obvious joke classic very fun yeah that's funny but uh that's was, pretty good he was a good actor he's in freddy got fingered obviously larry sanders show he had a big role on that people liked him a lot did
1: you get into larry sanders show i always had trouble
2: i i appreciate it more than i like enjoy it i like
1: that it exists but it's never really been for me
2: exactly like it's funny but i I don't feel compelled to, like, watch the entire series. I wish I did. I think, you know, he's mm. a funny guy. What, what's his name? Gary, Shandlin. Gary I was, Shandling? Gary Shandling. To he's say... dead,
1: too. There's all those photos of Gary and Rip together, and it's like, oh, they're both dead, and they weren't really that old, especially Gary Shandling. Yeah. Rip Ta- was, what, like 80?
2: Probably. So he's, I guess that's about right, but... He seemed really old. I don't know. Tambor is next. But yeah, he, he's got some classic roles. Men in Black. Have you ever seen Defending Your Life? That Albert Brooks movie? No. I haven't either, but people... When Riptorn died, everyone was like, check out this movie. This is like his best performance. And uh,
1: I'll add it to the list. Yeah,
2: same. We'll check it out. Um, some news. I don't know if you saw this. Samuel L. Jackson has been cast in the new Saw movie, which, to remind the fans, is being written by Chris Rock look at this samuel L. jackson in chris rock's new saw movie
1: yeah <laughs>
2: <laughs> do you think he's playing jigsaw I-, I imagine he like has to be
1: i mean you and i have a, a pretty long history with the saw movies yes we do we yes. saw basically five of them in the theater yes and i saw the other
2: three also yes <laughs> It's it's one of my favorite series or franchises. Yeah, it's I mean, uh, it's ludicrous. The gore disgusts me. I'm in for the the mythology, the nonsense, but yeah, Samuel L. Jackson can can he leave a franchise alone? He, he weas- can't. He He's weasels really... his way into everything that gets made. It's There's like... something
1: that happened years ago that just sort of wrote him a check or almost like a like a license to just be in everything forever yes there's and, just there's no bound and pe- boundary
2: people seem to love it like he's always Samuel L. Jackson like he's always just playing himself he's just like hey what's up I'm here and doing my thing it's I distracting
1: I like him in Tarantino movies and that's about it when you yeah. really break it down it's Pulp Fiction and Jackie Brown and then
2: that's the end for him yes
1: and I don't even think one was- might even
2: say enough enough. The- Samuel L. Jackson being in every movie that comes out <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> um, that went smoother than I thought it was going to.
1: Yeah. Uh, speaking of stuff that doesn't necessarily need to be remade the or spun off, the Jesus roles, this Lebowski spinoff with yes. the Jesus character played by John Turturro from Lebowski.
2: Hmm. <sighs> Which that he works <sighs> in that movie, like barely. Right. And the fact that he's getting uh, his own spinoff feature film that has nothing to do with the Coen brothers, by the way ah he was their creation john was like i guess i'll make he
1: ran with it and directed it himself
2: yeah he he wrote and directed it's a passion project yeah i don't really i think it got shelved i remember hearing about this movie like a while ago well
1: big lebowski came out in 1998 so the audacity to think that like that character in particular could just sit on ice for 20 years yeah and people would more than twenty years, and people would just be excited about it still. And the part that sucks is, I think they will be.
2: Yeah, they will. Just because it's something, they're right. like, oh, like it's like basically like Lebowski two, and like
1: Jeff Bridges would want nothing to do with it. No, so it's, it's just, just maybe they'll throw it on HBO Max. Yeah. Ooh, nice segue. Yeah, get the fuck out of here, HBO Max. So the, the stupidest name for a streaming service ever, and it has nothing to do with HBO. Uh-oh. Is that what's happening?
2: Well, it's Warner Brothers' new streaming giant. You know, so like, HBO and company. Warner Brothers
1: are under the same umbrella, which is AT and T.
2: Yes, that sounds right. I
1: believe. Yeah. Somebody c- send me an email if I'm wrong. Enough the podcast to Gmail. I'm not Googling it because I don't care. <laughs> Fair. But I think that what it is is they're pulling like we discussed with the office coming off netflix they're pulling all sorts of programming and yeah. people who are like on their dad's netflix account like me and mm. don't want to sign up for another streaming service because i have like seven
0: yeah
1: i mean if i were a friends fan i might care
2: well yeah that's their big plays they they're gonna be the exclusive streamer of friends and pretty
1: little liars
2: yeah <laughs> like oh sick
1: <laughs> oh cool
2: i'm gonna have to sign up now but HBO Max is such a bad name for this title. HBO is already confusing. They have HBO Now and what is HBO now? Go.
1: Is now the one you can put it on and it's what's on the actual channel right at the time? I don't even think so. Because can't HBO Go do that?
2: One you get like through your cable. The other one is uh, like a standalone. H- I think HBO Now is on
1: its own. Like you can pay for HBO yeah, Now without having
2: cable. Yeah, and
1: HBO Go is like you get it. I'm getting yeah. that through the cable package
2: it's such a could you though they make it so confusing uh, and now they're like here's a new one and it's called hbo max it's just like yeah it's I don't, terrible and it's confusing like cinemax but it doesn't have anything to do with that garbage title
1: yeah that's it's real dumb and it's all the talk people are talking about it now and like i'm signing up for streaming services left and right on the trial basis and probably not going to keep any of them like mm. criterion collection streaming service blows i mean the free trial kid is proud of you for getting in there i'm p- I think I'm paying though mm. um, and the Sundance channel I've watched like three or four movies and shut three or four movies off yeah. of it and Sundance isn't it's bad have you ever s- gone through the titles I've seen what they it's have to offer
2: good. yeah it's kind of like indie turkey city
1: I watched that movie with Lena Dunham
2: um, Hi. I don't
1: even want to talk about it it, Hi. It, was, it was so independent it's like it didn't exist
2: but uh, early reviews are in for the Lion King remake that comes out are we going to see that? no yeah, I'm I'm out too. <laughs>
1: I think I'm done with Disney in general. Like, there's it's nothing. I don't like Star Wars, yeah. and I just don't care. Like, I saw Toy Story Four was the end for me.
2: They, they mail it in so bad with everything, and it's only getting worse. Like the stuff that's, uh but yeah, Lion King. People are saying it's like legitimately a shot-for-shot remake of the original, but which is somehow forty minutes longer than the original. <laughs> I guess, I guess they add a storyline to like Beyonce's lion, pad out that. Wafer-thin storyline <sighs> But yeah, I'm officially not seeing this
1: Yeah, I, I uh, We need good. to teach them a lesson
2: Nobody see The Lion King Do us a favor
1: Yeah, everybody band together
2: And yeah, I'd mention like It looks silly when the uh, Photorealistic animals Speak perfect English Mike Mitchell and Doughboy said The new Lion King looks like air buddies Which I thought was very accurate and funny
1: Air buddy buddy
2: Buddy buddy But yeah, like people gave Gus Van Sant shit for doing a shot for shot remake of Psycho. This is the same thing. Why aren't people upset? Like, this is just a creatively bankrupt waste of time that's gonna make like two billion dollars. I'm officially calling it The Turkey King. (laughs) Give me a gobble.
1: It's gonna make a lot of money.
2: It's gonna make so much money. It's gonna make a lot of money. The Turkey King! It's gonna,
1: um, it's gonna be a damn. Yeah, the, the one remake that I am kind of excited about is the Candyman remake with Tony Todd, directed okay. by Nia DaCosta.
2: The Candyman. Yeah. I think it might even be like a more of a sequel than a, a remake. I think the because Tony oh, Todd's they in it, right? It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's like a continuation. I don't listen to soft ass <laughs> shit. <laughs> Tony
1: Todd rules. Yeah, he's great, and if you look through his filmography, he doesn't really need the work. Like he's Ooh. been, he's been doing three or four horror movies <sighs> a year since the
2: 70s he gets <laughs> it's like he gets it like never all, stops he gets so much horror work oh yeah he's always like the ominous like creepy guy well he has the voice
1: like, and he's like 6'10 yeah and he's scary looking and he's awesome and everybody he, he just gets all sorts of work he is scary looking he's and cool no. though and it's directed by like I said Nia DaCosta who directed a movie that I saw uh, at a festival at the Brattle for like a female directors or something Ooh, and it was a very, movie called Little Woods
2: very woke of you to go to the Brattle theater for a female director it was
1: it was i had a woman with me i was trying to even better i was playing a part
2: for being <laughs> real you were playing a role i was playing a role well guess what you should get nominated for an award I think, I, think that I think there should be an it. award
1: for me pretending to care about women's rights <laughs> yes
2: like like the faux feminist 2019 we do an oscars but like for life you win best actor
1: best actor for Nothing I say being authentic, except on this podcast. Um, Reveal. What about this Game of Thrones prequel? You chomping at the bit for that? Maybe they'll put that on (laughs) HBO Max with the rest of the turkeys.
2: You know they will.
1: Where's my boy Jon Snow? I mean... Is he dead yet? I heard he had a big uh, drinking problem. We talked about that.
2: I feel like everybody... Like, that finale of Game of Thrones, didn't that, like, sour everybody? I feel like by the time they finally get this prequel popping, everyone's going to be like, who cares? Like, oh, a prequel set, like, 9,000 years before the work started. (laughs) Like, who cares? It's over. They botched it. (sighs) I would... Actually,
1: I'm really looking forward to the Entourage sequel Oh. uh, that I'm going to co-create with Doug Allen.
2: Can I get in on that?
1: Um we can we can give you points on the back end. Can we for call it creative
2: input? Can we call it on two Raj?
1: With like, a big two in the middle.
2: He gets it. Okay, you're on board. Yes. <laughs> I just bought my way onto the project. Yep, you're in. You're in. But some more news. Uh this kind of shocked me. Did you know that the Scream TV show is still on the air? I did actually, and <laughs> I was really surprised. It's on VH1. Which I happened upon it. And also, oh. it still promotes itself as a Weinstein production. Does it really? Yes. Like, the ad I saw said, Scream, the TV series from super producers, Bob and Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> I was looking at it, like, in disbelief, like, what?
1: What Does is it- Bob Weinstein up to? That's what I'd like to know. That's Like, a good his question. brother's peeing in plants and forcing women to have sex with them and just being an all-out piece of shit. Yeah. And, like, might be in jail, don't really know. Probably not because he, he's Doe Island. But. Yeah, he's doed out. He's safe. Uh, but what yeah, about Bob, Bob? What's Bob? Didn't do anything.
2: He yeah, he might not have even done anything. But he's like done. Yeah, but he can't that, work anymore. That name in right in that town. It's just you're you're over. I'm stammering. But yes, that uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll look into that.
1: Yeah, I'm curious. I I think that it's a good opportunity for us to get him on the podcast.
2: Mm.
1: He I think. There's gonna, another guy that we need to get on the on the podcast.
2: Weinstein's come on the show and rehabilitate yourselves with the turkey boys. Um Yes. The yeah. guy
1: is the bagel boss. The bagel boss. That's who I'm talking about. Not yes. to be coy.
2: Um, he, he was in he was the viral sensation of this past week. People probably saw the video. This guy is Do a we ba- even
1: need to play it, I think we will play the clip just because yes, it. I'm sure there's
2: somebody out there who didn't see it. It's and quiet. even though I've seen it twenty five times, I, I love it.
0: why is it okay for women to say oh you're five feet on dating sites you should be dead that's okay (laughs) who said that to you here nobody women in general have said it on dating sites you think I'm making that shit up everywhere I go I get the same fucking smirk with the biting lip
2: the biting lip
0: shut your mouth you're not God or my father or my boss (laughs) just
1: to give the fans input this guy's about 4'10 you want
2: to Mm. step
0: outside
1: He's in a guy's oh face shit. now, and he's then he's out. another guy's yelling at him you shut up, and he's shut gonna fuck threaten fuck him and then here we go. Yeah, oh and he's
2: down. Oh nice takedown I just wanted I just... a lot of shut the fuck ups. The best part is like like go ahead and attack me and then the guy does. We
1: don't need the end where he like decides he's gonna take his sandwich anyway.
2: He and obliges he but yeah, this guy he's like, big takedown guy everyone found online he's got like a slew of videos on youtube of him just like arguing Mad with like everyone on earth it seems like all he does is like roar around and try to start a fight with literally every person that he encounters
1: which is great
2: yeah it's like they show him in 7 like he's just like this guy's laughing at me for being short the like funny part is just like. Did
1: you hear on Jim and Sam how they were talking about how the the Bagel Boss restaurant that he was in in Long Island was giving out mini bagels to anybody who came in and mentioned uh, him? No, that's a good bit. And they're mini because he's short. Yes, nice cheapy.
2: I put that together.
1: <laughs> I didn't actually. I needed it explained.
2: I actually saw this video online that was making me. It's the same video, but it's ASMR. I don't
1: Don't shut it off.
0: such a weird
1: up. bit.
0: I almost
1: just spit water all over my microphone. <laughs>
2: Also, the guy he's getting in the face of, you can't even see his head. He's so much bigger than him. Because the way they're filming it, he's, he's got him by, like, two heads. I just wanted bagels. Okay. That's
1: I appreciated the, the first guy not taking him down. Because if that guy got in my face, I... I don't know. It's it's yeah. pretty shitty, though, to take down somebody that small. I don't think I would do anything. And I think I'd just get I think I might push him out of my way, but I don't think I'd hit him or anything.
2: It's the perfect bit, because it's kind of sad. Like, the guy's clearly, like... A loser and sad and just angry about everything, but like he's such a dickhead that you can laugh. Then you don't
1: have to feel bad. Yeah, yeah. and then he's the like perfect. He's, and then they have the other clips with him where he's racist and like yes. that when he's talking to those guys in the Seven Eleven and he calls his. I think he called it a toilet country.
2: Yeah, no, they asked him like, "Are you racist?" And he said, no, but... And I'll then, use like, basically, the N-word,
1: if black guys yeah. steal from me, were his exact yeah. words. And it was like, oh, okay. So that All makes the it okay.
2: No, but, yes. Yes, but... Um, but yeah, I think... <clears throat> should they make a movie out of this guy? I what have a feeling he'll
1: be irrelevant by tomorrow, oh, which okay. is why we're, we're really on the coattails of the yes. other radio personalities and podcasters who've done this. Hmm. I'm thinking, like, we wait a couple of weeks, and then he's an enough caller, mm. and we get him in the mix.
2: I'd love it. I'd love to talk to him So, about fans,
1: it. feel free to reach out to the Bagel Boss guy. If you yes. can find him on Twitter, he has a presence. Um, who, would, who would
2: you want to play this guy, if they were to make a movie? Oh, in a movie? Yeah. Who are your favorite shorties? <sighs> De- I love DeVito. De- 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 I was, was going to say
1: DeVito, yeah. but he's, DeVito has, like, Cool guy energy. Ooh. I don't think DeVito has it. Like, it would have to be like Paul Giamatti, but shot with like a wide yes. lens up, up against like some really tall
2: guys. Or, yeah, or they could do the little man, put Giamatti's face on a shorter person.
1: Right, because Giamatti's like 5'8. Yeah. So he's not. We need a guy who's literally like under
2: 5. Maybe we'll get the Wayans involved. I mean, <laughs> I'm available. Yes.
1: Um, speaking of the weigh uh divorce season three is heating up good are you on board yet have you checked in and uh not even wa- a little bit. that back catalog
2: no i tried to watch this show and okay. it didn't couldn't have grabbed me less
1: i really don't know why i'm watching it it's mm. like one of those things like hbo just has all sorts of stuff that sucked me in like I was flipping through HBO's movie collection the mm-hmm. other day and I mentioned this. I was like, it, like can we just discuss how Dunstan checks in Ooh. has been in the in the HBO library for like yeah. over a decade.
2: That's one of their just to like pad out their collection. They have a bunch of like movies like that that never leave that are just like here, one day someone will watch this, hopefully. Also, speaking of HBO, the uh, did you hear about the turmoil on the set of Big Little Lies, season two? No, what's two? going on there? The, a bunch uh, of women
1: working together and they can't get along? I don't buy it.
2: Hey, now. Evidently, the director of season one, he didn't direct season two, but he still produced it. Okay. And he reportedly did not like the direction that the new director took the show in. And they were having, like, Uh-oh. on-set arguments and, you know... He I spoke
1: l- too soon. It was a male issue.
2: Ooh, yes. <laughs> But I'm yeah, gonna boo myself. Onset arguments and as a result, people have said that this season is not great. Have you been enjoying it?
1: Nah, it's fine. I yeah. don't know. Like the first few episodes, I was like, "Here we go!" And Meryl Streep is a force. Meryl, I. But now Meryl Streep's character is so hateable that it's almost hard to enjoy it. Yeah, she's like the villain trying she's to take down the character. Hundred percent villain, and it's like. I don't know. It's it's a good show and I watch and I will watch it every week. Like I'm not gonna abandon it. I think I might be abandoning City on a Hill though. We discussed Ooh, this earlier.
2: I know. I'm not happy about this, folks. I, I don't like what I'm Episode
1: hearing. four was really bad and I was not pulled in by episode five. I so, mean sell me on it. Go.
2: It's a bean-set crime drama. I'll watch it until it gets cancelled, which in. will never happen.
1: No, Showtime yes. doesn't cancel anything. Yes. Um uh, except for Smith. Mm. may it rest in peace <laughs> yeah. speaking of shows never getting cancelled uh, Sweet Bitter on Sweet Stars, bitter. Sweet Bitter season 2 premieres tonight and <laughs> we've been laughing at their social media all weekend because Stars put together through like New York magazine or something they did a premiere party with like those mm. shitty little wooden chairs with the round bottom and like and they had the, the copy of the book on each chair and it was like this stupid yeah. little like Brooklyn New York like it just looked like the worst party ever yeah. for it, be,
2: for people who don't know which is literally yeah. all of you sweet bitter Explain is a, what sweet bitter is <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a great, show on stars take. about a babe making it in the big apple like she moves to new york and is working at this popular high-end restaurant and all the fun and drama that comes along with it it's a show that like you wouldn't even know existed unless you were like scouring through what stars has to offer actively looking for new things to watch like we do.
1: You want me to play a clip of the trailer? Sure. Just to give people a little context?
2: Yes.
0: Seven dollars. Uh, Seems like a lot to get in. New
2: York, I also, I hate the title. Bittersweet. It's like, oh, it's, Everyone I has, mean, sweet ones. bitter. It's like bittersweet, but backwards. Belt. It's stupid. Just need to
1: pay attention.
0: Water 24. Faster. Restock. Soups 27. You know nothing about this? service. <laughs> Howard did not... Ju- yeah, I already got bored. It's <laughs> just... It, it's a it's
1: very boring. visual trailer, so it does not translate to audio. Yeah, but I don't it's know... It's basically just this 19-year-old girl, like, bopping around and, like, trying to make her way in the restaurant in- industry. Ella Purnell, I guess is her name.
2: Yeah. She's a babe.
1: She's very, very pretty, yeah. but, like, who cares?
2: Yeah, it's such a nothing show.
1: Oh, they're selling season one on YouTube for 6.99. <laughs>
2: i'll add it to my youtube collection which is always growing
1: i love reading youtube comments Mm.
2: someone asked me the other day if i watched the espies and i laughed in his face like the espn awards yes (laughs) which i forgot they even do that i guess this guy doesn't know that you work for espn (laughs) like who watches the espies like sports guys think sports are manly and award shows are gay so, what is a sports award show? Is that cool? What even is that? I don't know. Like, Actually, it,
1: <laughs> for sports fans in the crowd or in the in the audience, please sound off. Yeah, Enough the podcast at gmail.com. Send me an email about if the ESPYS are cool or not because yeah. I don't know.
2: The uh, yeah, I thought that was crazy. It's like this. this cancels itself out. This a sports award show. This isn't even real. The um, we got Succession coming up, coming soon. That I can't wait for. It's one of the the favorite shows of enough the yeah, podcast. Succession. And also if you haven't seen it, it's on HBO, but if you don't have HBO, the first season of Succession is actually free on demand right now. If you have uh, Even- Xfinity or whatever. So check it out. It's uh it's one of the great shows on TV right now, and I'm really looking forward to the second season. There's
1: not to spoil anything for those of you <sighs> who haven't seen it, but a lot of stuff happened in the very end of season one yeah. in terms of just like where the company is at, where the family is at like, my two favorite characters I would say are probably uh, Kieran Culkin and uh, the guy who plays um, the other brother.
2: Yeah, the main guy. I What's can't his, think name? his name? His real name.
1: I've not seen him I in no anything else. Yeah.
2: But yeah, we're a fan of all Culkins. We think Fuck. they're all workers. Yeah, they're, they're great. And, uh,
1: and it's just like Succession is, like you've, you've said this a hundred times, Succession is like billions, but good.
2: Yes. <laughs> like, literally. It's a dough show, but it's, like, fun. It's not just, like, two blowhards just, like, yelling at each other in office buildings. It's got good, like, family dynamics, great characters, the whole deal. Real development. It's just good, man. And also, uh, Mindhunter season two. They I fin- was going to say, I can't wait for that either. They finally announced uh, the release date for that August eighteenth on Netflix. Very. Is- I know you're
1: not a huge Mindhunter guy. You liked it, but you didn't. You're yeah. not like I'm. Like I'm thinking. It's, it's been, for me, it's Succession, Ozark, and Mindhunter. Those are the best three shows on TV. Okay. And Mind- the Bachelorette.
2: Yeah, Mindhunter. I liked, didn't love, but it is good. And it's David Fincher. I think he directed more episodes of the upcoming season, which... Didn't he do all of the last one? No, he only did two. Okay. The first and the last episode.
1: It's just the whole thing felt like it
2: had yeah. his touch. And, and speaking of him, he finally announced his next movie. He hasn't made a movie since Gone Girl in 2014. What is it? His next movie... He was going to do World War Z, and he, he had a bunch of yeah, projects yeah. that like got canceled, but... His next movie is for Netflix. It's a biography of the guy who wrote Orson Welles. Or no, no, no the guy who wrote uh, Citizen Kane. Who but is Orson Welles? Yes, that's the one. Um, Which sounds boring, but since he's making it, could uh, be good. Um, no thanks. You're out. Eh. See, when if I if I like a director, I'll watch like anything he makes, even if it seems like it'll be really boring like he's he's one of my guys I'm a big Fincher guy but uh I think that's all I have for news you got any more news
1: American Horror Story coming back that's really the only other do you watch that show I do wow I haven't watched every one but you know it's its own episodic you don't need to because every episode every every
2: season is the same it's uh standalone every season is a there it is but they all have like the same characters and they're all basically the same I hate that show
1: um, I know you do <laughs> And it's it's funny because Evan Peters and uh, Sarah Paulson mm. Are both not on this season
2: Oh, they're switching it up
1: So it, Emma Roberts is there And I think they pulled in some other interesting folks But
2: mm. Do you want to get into some shuts and lullabies? What shuts would be good I got
1: a bunch I got a bunch I have ten shuts <laughs> <laughs> I shut off 10 things. and honestly, I think, th- I think it was more. <laughs> yeah. Let's do it quick, yeah. yeah. Um, Lavelle Crawford has a new stand-up special. He's the fat black guy from Breaking Bad. Not that it matters that he's black. I shut yes. that off in about three seconds with you.
2: Yeah, and just uh, real quick, that, I couldn't believe that he was a stand-up, first of all. And second of all, you can't even hear what he's saying. He's, like, old and raspy, and every bit he was just like, What happens to like, I literally had no idea what he was saying. Yeah, it's, it's
1: horrific, <laughs> Yes, folks. Um, Night Moves with Peter Sarsgaard, Jesse Eisenberg, and Dakota Fanning. They're environmentalists. I shut that off.
2: I shut that off years ago. Uh,
1: the Old Man and the Gun with Robert Redford on HBO. I shut that off. Same. A movie called Kidnapping Stella. Shut that off. Sounds boring. New show about the Uh, a religious cult run by this guy named Tony Alamo called the Ministry of Evil on the Sundance streaming channel shut that off really boring I
2: can't believe you shut that on
1: Uh, I don't know what I'm doing yeah (laughs) Shifty with Reza Med, which is he's the guy from The Night Of and it's a British movie about a coke dealer shut that off shut off a movie called Two Lovers with Joaquin Phoenix oh I've seen
2: that That hated it Gwyneth Paltrow shows one of her tits in that movie she's nothing for me so whatever
1: and Mean Dreams with Bill Paxton Shut oh. that one off. May he rest in peace. Yeah, I love you, bud. Um, the Life Changer. Shut that off.
2: Life Changer! Which is like
1: a movie about shape-shifting. It was really bad. <laughs> shape-shifting! And then the last one I want to take a minute here. I shut off the new Aziz special that I Ooh. ragged on last week. And here's why. Number one, Aziz is not funny. Number two, yes. it's exactly as I predicted. It's mm. just him placating and trying to just make a... He but in the very beginning, his first joke yes. is about the rape, yeah. and you know it was a blowjob whatever, but that's rape like the, and it so to me it's I was already annoyed and he hadn't even started yet. Yeah. he doesn't deny that it happened, and he basically just makes a joke about it that isn't funny mm. and then says he's sorry that the girl was upset.
2: I actually thought it was like like he blames it on Hassan Minaj. he does a bit like people confuse him for him, and then Ahmed Ahmed no. Ahmed, Ahmed Ahmed? Ahmed
1: No, it was... Is it Hassan Manaj? Yeah. Oh, my fault. Who's Ahmed Ahmed, the guy from the Wild West Comedy Tour?
2: I don't even know. Another Probably. Indian guy. Anyway, yeah.
1: I think he's Indian. Sorry if he's not.
2: But yeah, he starts with an apology. I wrote down, Aziz, I'm sorry. <laughs> so that was fun. But yeah, he... Oh, okay, um, I get it. It took me a second. <laughs> he's wearing a Metallica Ride the Lightning shirt, which gave me douche chills. He looks awkward in it. It like, didn't make
1: sense. It was, like, a little too big. Yeah. And he's, Why wouldn't he shrink it a little? Yeah. Take it to the tailor. Have him put a couple of darts on the sides. Tighten that thing up on the bottom a little bit. He looked like an asshole. It was, like, billowy like a tent.
2: Yeah. But yeah, he's, like, angry now. He's, like, doing, like, I don't know. He's, like, an alt-right comic almost. He's, like, yelling about everything. He's very different now. He's, he's the new Aziz. And I'm just judging it on, like, comedy-wise. I agree. I don't think he's very funny either, but... I don't think you're very funny. He had a decent bit about people's performative wokeness, how, like, everyone does everything just for, like, Instagram points. And I was like, that's kind of fun. That's funny. And he had, he had a good bit about The Office. He was like, Jim would get me too'd for sexually harassing his office worker, receptionist for years. I was like, that's, that's funny. But then he does a whole thing about, like, R. Kelly and Michael Jackson. And it's just, like, it seems so stock. Like, I like being surprised by a bit. Not somebody who clearly sat down and was like, okay, let me try to craft ten minutes about Michael Jackson and R. Kelly. And also, he shouldn't be talking about those things when he has accusations right. it's coming like out you're of his ears. A,
1: you're a guy who did the same thing.
2: Yeah. Someone, actually- someone else should be doing a whole bit about R. Kelly, Michael Jackson, and you.
1: R. Kelly, actually, that's pretty relevant that you bring that up. Are you done with the Zs? Yeah. He, he got brought in this week on thirteen uh, indi- a 13-count indictment, including charges of child pornography, enticement of a minor, and obstruction of justice. He and got he arrested in Chicago. Federal crime. E- 52-year-old uh, Robert Joseph Kelly. Robert Joseph.
2: You know what, dude? You know what, dude? You <laughs> get your rape.
1: You get your pee on
2: girls. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> But yeah, it's kind of creepy. <sighs> R. Kelly, yeah, got arrested.
1: He's out. Properly. He's, he might finally go to jail. Uh, basically, all sorts of stuff has been happening since the late 90s. He had sex with underage girls. He had STDs, <laughs> and he spread them around. He didn't tell anybody about it. He had a bunch of child porn. He asked, and he got, they have record of him asking minors for photos. Uh, wow. He's a piece of shit, and it's not really no, no, no. funny anymore to keep making jokes about him
2: Yeah, it's just, like, so. enough. If you've got, like, a really good take on it, I mean, I'm all ears, but most of the stuff, it's just, like, I don't know. It's whatever. I got a couple shots. I shut off The Crimes of Grindelwald, which is now on HBO, which is, like, the Harry Potter prequel movies. You're a Harry Potter guy. Is that... Can you confirm or deny that?
1: Uh, I am. I am, reluctantly.
2: The, uh... I am not. I hate all of Well, I don't hate the Harry Potters. I just think they're whatever. You know what? This new series, I legitimately hate. I think I I, discussed this the other day. Like the, what is it, Fantastic Beasts or whatever? It's all just like boring characters and creatures and critters crawling around. I hate it. The Wizarding World is garbage. These movies are terrible. And I also shut off The Rook, which is a new series on Stars. We should, get a, we should get a sponsorship from yeah, Stars. Yeah, I'm a power
1: guy, too. <laughs> yeah. Just, ugh, ugh, ugh. But this is one of those
2: shows... It's one of those... A woman wakes up covered in blood and surrounded by dead bodies, and she doesn't have any memory. She must piece together her past. And I just want to say, I'm tired of amnesia stuff.
1: Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. When,
2: like, Jason Bourne, like, people wake up, and they do a whole thing, and the answer is always... Like the reveal is always that they were a secret agent who was like double-crossed. It's like they tease this haunted past and it's always the same thing. Haunted
1: past, excellent.
2: (laughs) Amnesia stuff is over. And I also turned off Mary Poppins Returns, which is now on Netflix. I don't think I ever even saw the original. But I put this on just because it was new and I was like, yeah, let's let's see what's going on here. Who
1: uh, and Linwell Man... Lin, Lin- uh, lin-manuel lin-manuel Manuel miranda yes plays the dick van dyke character yeah it opens with even a, though he's four three
2: it opens with him singing a song so you wouldn't even have made it through that not a chance but no. the guy who directed this movie rob marshall is a hack even though he has like oscars and directs like classy movies he won an oscar for chicago and but didn't he,
1: chicago we were just talking about this didn't chicago beat out saving private ryan
2: no, that was a different year. Saving Private Saving Private Ryan lost by, Shakespeare yes. in Love. And Chicago, probably beat out several other better movies. Now but,
0: it's
1: going to drive me crazy. We got to remember it. Not on air because that's tacky. Yeah. But holy crap!
2: But yeah, this guy—he also made the fourth Pirates of the Caribbean, which is like one of the most lifeless big-budget movies I've ever seen. Rob Marshall, you're canceled. I don't oh, want to yeah. see any more movies from you ever again. I'm out.
1: It's um,
2: over
1: you want to do the obit yeah it's time for an obit folks we got a good one this week this is apart from a movie that you all love eventually honestly we could say the whole movie is dead i want to go after each scene individually oh and pick the ones i hate i don't care how boring it gets because this is Uh, how much this movie
2: needs to die (laughs) what if i care i want (laughs) to
1: it's like i want to kill this movie with a hammer and i want each stroke to be broadcast anyway uh the movie is anchorman the scene is the sex panther cologne scene with will ferrell and uh friend of the show paul rudd and here it
2: is (laughs) i don't even want to listen to this this bit is so dead
0: it's called sex panther by Odion. it's illegal in nine countries yep it's made with bits of real panther so you know it's good it's quite pungent (laughs) i'm upset stings the nostrils in a good way.
2: Yeah. Does it? Brian, I'm going to be honest with you. That smells like pure gasoline. 60% of the time, it works every time. <sighs> that doesn't make sense. There's someone out there quoting that right now and getting laughs, and I feel sick over I it. I
1: almost want to do a social experiment where we go around and we say that three, four times a day mm. for the next week until next week's show. Mm. We pick two or three. We'll, call, we'll pick two people a day. Mm. We'll work that quote in. Mm. And we'll see how many laughs we get. Are you okay with this social experiment? I'm not.
2: I don't want to be involved. How about in just saying that, I'll just quotes. do it by myself. Yes. And then I'll we pick can talk two about, people yes. a day. Okay,
1: good. I'll work in the 60% of the time it works every time. Mm. And I'll count up how many laughs I get. So if I do two a day, that's 14 people between now and next week, which I can, which I have access to. Nope through my clientele i'm okay Ooh. with using my business for this experiment <laughs> Kids um,
2: taking advantage of his of oh his my customers. god yeah anchorman sucks i hate the i don't even know what to say about it <laughs> like it's these are old bits let's just bury it real quick and then forget about it forever
1: yeah it's, um, it's dead and buried anchorman i don't think anybody's gonna miss you
2: bye bye <laughs>
1: It's one of those movies that's been so pounded into the fucking dirt. I actually didn't, in 2003, when I saw it in the theater for the first time, mm. I don't remember thinking it was very funny. And Same. then I watched it again on DVD and I was like, okay, like, this has its moments. Yeah. But I mean, officially, it's just been pounded into the dirt. It's dead. It's over. It's done. And you're Ian. right. I'm not going to go after every scene. This is just the one that's the most yeah. dead. I can't handle every scene. Oh, I know that. <laughs> so this is it, Anchorman, and especially the Sex Panther scene. And I think anything that Paul Rudd has ever started, except for Wet Hot American Summer, mm. it's over. No. The Ant-Man franchise. I red love red you, man. Red. Role models. They're all going in the ground. Actually, I don't agree with that. I'm in on
2: some red stuff. What do you like about it? Wow. Grudge match. You're an Anchorman. Poop. you You want to talk
1: about under the silver lake i know we both just watched it
2: i actually didn't finish it but i will listen to your words on it
1: um for those of you that haven't seen it it's an a24 production which we love waiting for that deal guys oh yeah um Starring Andrew Garfield uh, as a character named Sam, who's a disenchanted young man who finds a mysterious woman swimming in his apartment's pool one night. Mm. The next morning, she disappears, and Sam sets off across L.A. to find her. Along the way, he uncovers a conspiracy that is very bizarre.
2: Um, This is a movie... I wanna see the rest of it. What I saw of it I really liked. It was really it looked really cool. Yeah. And the
1: production was interesting. And it's and the,
2: like uh it's like a wacky hangout movie. It's kinda of like Lebowski like. It's about this like weird guy who's so. embroiled in a uh, a fun adventure or whatever.
1: I like Jimmy Simpson. I think he's really funny. The guy from Party Down. Oh, yeah. He has a decent role. He's good. I like I the whole cast. I like Andrew Garfield. We discussed this. Did we talk about this on air? I can't remember. I'm starting to like not be sure what is real life and what isn't.
2: <sighs> wow. Andrew Garfield
1: is one of those guys that, I don't know if it was the Spider-Man franchise that flopped mm. or, you know, he had everything, the stars, and I've said this about a few people. I said this about Ezra Miller. That's who I said this about. Yep. Ezra Miller is another one of those guys where it's like they had a superhero role they probably thought that he got that social network role that was pretty meaty. Mm. And then he just kind of poof. And now he's doing like cool indie movies, which is yeah. like a cool way to keep his foot in the door. Yeah. But to me, it's like he, sh- you know, he's better than a lot of the people out there who are significantly more famous than he is. Mm. And he's. I think he's likable. Yeah. And he's got some no, chops. And I don't know. It's weird. It, we should take over as his agents.
2: Yeah. It's all about just like the roles you pick. Like... If he just picked some different movies, we'd be talking about, like, wow, he's, like, A-list, and he's in, like, all the best movies. It's all just luck. He's like, the
1: Spider-Man that got away.
2: Yeah. Like, Chris Pratt has no chops whatsoever, and he's, like, an A-list leading man who's, like, on top of Doe Island with and all his turkeys. Because
1: he got Parks and Rec, and he became America's Sweetheart, and then he rocketed it to fame with the Guardians of the Galaxy and the Jurassic Park. It was like a bang, bang, bang.
2: I don't think it had anything to do with Parks and Recreation. It was all Guardians of the Galaxy. He was the seventh lead on Parks and Recreation, like, doing nothing. And then he, like, out of nowhere, got that role, and then became a movie star. I think... F- I'm going to disagree with you politely. Ooh. Because I think
1: from our perspective, mm-hmm. as people who know what they're talking about and watch good TV and are on our high horse, yeah. he's a non-entity. Yeah. But, like, there's a lot of you know young women and you know we'll say men who don't quite have the same sense of humor that we do that love that character he opposed to aubrey plaza the whole romantic dynamic yeah. with, know April Ludgate and like that whole yeah there's a world for that it's like sort of like the office it's almost it's an office spinoff for any for lack Literally. of a better word like yeah. that's what it is yeah. and it's one of those things that like it's in the back of the mind in pop culture and it and he wouldn't have been so impressive when he roared onto the scene in guardians of the galaxy had he not taken off all the weight that he had in as his character in parks and rec like him having that whole body transformation was a big thing that pushed him to the front because he was like a regular guy that made it and it's like he wasn't one of those people that was sort of chiseled from the beginning he made him much more of a a sympathetic character that people loved and could get behind people were rooting for him as he's an underdog
2: yeah, I mean that's fair. I think he only lost the weight because he got that role. I don't think he like lost it and then happened into that. Although I don't know for sure. I'm just, I don't know either. Yeah, I
1: think it was that was the reason for it too. But I mean, people don't know that.
2: Yeah, but either way, it's just like there are better actors than Chris Pratt who should be getting his work.
1: He divorced Anna Faris or Anna Ferris. That was sad. I
2: mean, maybe she divorced him. Yeah, I don't know, bro. I, you're right. You're right. But, uh, um, do you want to talk? I love you now. Die that uh yes Michelle
1: Carter documentary on HBO was it it was pretty good
2: yes the documentary boys are back it was pretty good I got a little bored at the like constant having to read the
1: text messages
2: yes so much of this story was like the text that uh this is the story about the girl who like texted this guy into (laughs) making him kill himself basically it happened like a, a couple a couple years ago this was actually a bean-set crime drama, which is fun. I didn't I forgot that this was set around here. They had a lot of interviews with like people being like this 90210 bitch. But yeah, this girl it's like what was the guy's name? Conrad, he was this like depressed teen. He meets this girl and they didn't, never even actually like met properly. They had a relationship like just through text. I, yeah,
1: that that they glossed over that a little bit. They never met in real life at all. Yeah. Because his mother or somebody in the beginning, I think, was ashamed of that. Because she was like, oh, yeah, they only hung out a couple of times. I mm. remember them saying that. But then the people narrating mentioned that they never met up. So yeah. I didn't know what to think or what to believe, rather.
2: Yeah. And yeah, they keep playing the text noises when they. <laughs> that was unnecessary. It's like bloop, bloop, well, it was
1: bloop, the iMessage sound, too. Yeah, it all, wasn't even.
2: All over and over again. It was very distracting. But yeah, that's one of the good things about never paying attention to the news. Like So then when a documentary <laughs> comes out that you should know about, you don't. And it then, went in nice and fresh. Yeah, and then I could just watch it unfold like a movie. <clears throat> but yeah, yeah, I already
1: kind of knew most of the story. Because that actually happened. Mattapoiset is, like, right next to Fairhaven where my dad lives. So I've, like, been... Probably where he killed himself, I've driven right by.
2: Yeah,
1: I actually want it now that I've listened to the or watched the documentary. I kind of want to go see his death spot. Is that morbid? I don't oh, know.
2: I, that is definitely morbid. <sighs> but yeah, she's it's an interesting case. It's the kind of thing I was going back and forth watching it because like they presented like you know he's killing himself. The girl's saying basically like you need to do this. Like I love you, but I need you to kill yourself because I'm like a bored loser with nothing else going on. And she like. Told him to get back into his car while it was uh Like the gas was coming Yeah, in. Carbon monoxide. What is that? Is carbon that Carbon monoxide, yeah. yeah. And she like told him to get back into the car. Like he was doing it and it was working and he got scared and then she's texting him.
0: But what it, it's a jerk.
2: You go back and forth, you're like, Oh, she it's her fault and then like, you know, you think about it, it's like, well, she was just texting. It's I came down on, you know I don't know. She was definitely at least Responsible.
1: The part and that s- bothers me a little bit about it is that it sets the precedent that you can get in trouble for saying stuff. Mm. Yeah, that's and what that words can yeah. become a crime, and that's just not that I'm like the type who's gonna text. I mean, I might tell our friends to kill themselves, but you know, I'm ho- hopefully I'm kidding. Wow. But I I don't know. Yeah, I perfect. just it's one of those things that I think it becomes a slippery slope where you know it's like well you can't say this you can't say that it does set
2: a precedent you're right it does but yeah her excuse was garbage her excuse was that her medication made her crazy that's everyone's excuse everybody's excuse yeah i'm so tired of that it's like fuck you you're a lunatic
1: even if it's true go fuck yourself
2: you're a lunatic you're looking for anything else to blame own it (laughs) like come on you're you're an insane person just fucking everybody knows it why are we dancing around this agreed um yeah the, the- it's good it's
1: on hbo it's two parts they're about an hour and change each i think and get in there
2: yeah
1: the people will enjoy it i won't if give away know, if you don't know the story it's not really that yeah. you know it's pretty public so i imagine most people have already caught on mm. um what else um I, I watched other stuff but it was like such independent movies that it's not even worth discussing do we want to talk about point blank
2: uh I got a couple notes. I got on a couple that. things. And, on and that's it. new. The fans might want to Point watch Blank this. on Netflix
1: was I liked it. It's a new movie it was with um
2: uh, who who are the guys? Frank on that? Grillo and
1: Anthony Mackie. Yes. Yes.
2: we are both um our Marvel superheroes. And they're teaming up for some side work. I went in blind to this. Like I opened Me Net- too. I opened Netflix and it just like popped up and I didn't even like watch a second of the trailer. I just hit play, which is a great way to watch a movie, like just going in completely blind. I like to
0: go in fresh.
1: Yes, <laughs> I. Th- you know what? I agree, and it. It doesn't
2: have anything to do with the plot. <laughs> it's one of those things where,
1: but it, it, when you know too much about a movie, you're waiting for
2: certain stuff. Yes, yeah. Like when I'm, it's a whole different experience. When I, when I've seen the trailer, like you get glimpses of every scene, and then when you're watching the movie, like I see the scenes and I'm waiting for the thing that I know is going to happen to happen. When you're going fresh, it's just it's way better. Even though I love trailers, I think that they kind of ruined uh, yeah. um, our film experience. I liked it. But yeah, point blank. I liked
1: it. It's watchable. I won't watch it again. starts th- off a little dumb, but I think Frank Grillo and Anthony Mackie have, su- what I said on my notes, is surprisingly good chemistry.
2: I thought they were kind of a shit duo.
1: I was going into it thinking they were going to be the, the worst duo of all time, and I was pleasantly surprised. It's like I had my expectations set to zero.
2: The, um... Marcia Gay Harden is in this movie. Which I didn't see her. I don't her. Even know who she is. She was, like, the 19th lead in Mystic <laughs> River. <laughs> You'd know her if you saw her. You'd be like, oh, her, but... Fair. She hasn't been in a movie in years. She's popping up in a Netflix turkey in, like, the villain role. She's, like, a dirty cop who's... who's gotta kill Anthony Mackie and his pregnant wife because they heard <clears throat> or saw something. I don't even really know what happened. This movie was whatever. Didn't really do much for me. And also... In addition to movies, amnesia movies, I'm also putting movies where people are wrongfully accused. Tired of it. That's gone too. Hated. It. Agreed. It's so frustrating. <laughs> like someone just trapped in this situation. Like I didn't do this. You're watching. Like they didn't. Why? Why is this happening? So frustrating. Those are in the obits as well. Yes, those are also obits. Those are side obits yeah I thought it had a very like generic dirty cops and robbers double cross storyline it left like no impression on me got a lot of cliches the uh yeah I didn't even absorb enough of it to explain it to you folks I'm sorry <clears throat> it was a whatever movie point break no point break is dope point blank on point Netflix. blanks yes um, One Breaks a Masterpiece.
1: Let's do Bachelorette 90 Seconds to Depart, and then we're out. What, we about, didn't any mail this week. what
2: about the movie we just saw, kid? Oh, Crawl. We got to talk Crawl. Holy shit, we got to talk about Crawl. <laughs> I took no notes. I took notes while watching the How about movie. we
1: we call this 90 Seconds About Crawl? Mm, I Holy dig. crap, what's that movie? It was. I don't want to call it formulaic, because I've not seen a movie about a killer. What's Lake
2: Placid? The only other al- yeah.
1: killer alligator movie since... I like 25 I was, years.
2: I, I was excited to see this because, yeah, there haven't been many alligator movies. At least it's something different. Like, oh, we got a nice summer alligator movie. And yeah, I <clears> think <throat> it has been since Lake Placid. <clears throat> but I actually, I enjoyed this movie. I thought it was, it wasn't great. It was a nice short I knew you were sweet. liking it.
1: I knew it. I looked over and I was like, oh, he likes it and he's taking notes. <laughs> it made me sick. I, it's so stupid. And Barry Pepper... You know, despite the fact that he is uh, a great, great loyal listener
2: mm, and no friend
1: yes. of both Scott, myself, and the show. The whole deal. BP, I, I'm sorry, buddy. I couldn't get into you, your role wow. at all. I didn't care about how you lost an arm and a leg. I did.
2: Spoiler alert.
1: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> if anybody cares about crawl spoilers, <laughs> crawl on out of here. You hey, know. Um, this movie it, it, was, it had a couple of cool kills with like people getting torn in half by alligators and the part where the girl yes. had the gun in the alligator's mouth pulling the trigger like it's definitely worth waiting for it to come out on crackle <laughs> I was gonna say I don't see it being on HBO Showtime no. Stars, Cinemax or the movie channel but maybe you'll catch it on epics
2: I like in when nine a, months I like when a movie gets a lot out of a, <clears throat> a little premise like this movie it has a very simple setup she's there's a storm coming she goes to like check on her father he's like trapped in the crawl space because he hurt himself and there was a gator down there and then she gets trapped and then it's just you know a movie about them trying to get out of their house braving the elements not amazing but i enjoyed it as Ang said it's some uh, gruesome cool guy kills that scene when uh... she has a gun at one point and then the gator like bites her arm and uh, But she's shooting like inside the gator's mouth while it has her arm. I don't know. That's some cool stuff.
1: Uh, that was I like that because it's something I hadn't seen before. Yeah. That's about it.
2: The lead girl I wrote has... Um, she was good. She was decent. She looks like Emma Stone's slightly less attractive sister. <laughs> which is a vibe I couldn't shake. I was just I, doing I, that the whole time. But, uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. It had it all. Salt and pepper. A plus. S- um, salt, water, and berry pepper. Ooh. Okay. That almost makes sense. Okay. Woof. <laughs>
1: wow. Um, we got to do Bachelorette.
2: Yes, Get that yes, over yes.
1: with, and then we'll do 90 seconds to depart it, and then I got to eat something. Yes. And my computer's at 9%. Wow. Jesus Christ. Plug, Apple product. This is a, a shout-out to Apple. Send me a new battery for everything I've ever purchased from you. You know what it is. Um, Bachelorette. What a show. What a week.
2: This was the worst episode yet. Yeah, what the fuck?
1: <laughs> it was the first week where I was actually kinda of pissed off and like not like I'm kind of a secret Bachelor Nation guy and I'm Is into it these a movies. <laughs> secret? <laughs> yeah, you're right. It's not a secret at all anymore. It's fully in the open. Uh Hometowns, which yes. You know, typically there's less fighting in the hometowns, obviously, which is what we're here for. We're here for the fights. Mm. So the fact that, you know, the fact that the guys are not all together mm. is going to create, you know, an absence of that, which yeah. makes the show less interesting. It's not. It's a simple formula. But yeah,
2: she's She goes to visit uh, these guys' hometowns, meets all their families. She's having a sit-down talk with Peter's brother. Like, it, Peter's one of the main guys left. And at some point, Peter's like, you mind if I steal her for a second? And they like to go to have a talk. I was thinking, like, that would be great if they had sex. That would really you know, spice Peter the Peter and up. the brother? No, Peter's brother and <clears throat> the bachelorette. Oh, herself. Okay. You know, spice the show up. It would have been better if
1: there was an incestual gay love scene with Peter and his brother. That's what I'm pulling for.
2: All of a sudden, I'm in love with Peter's brother. I don't know how it happened.
1: God, I hate Hannah.
2: It's crazy. And,
1: you know, Pete the pilot, every word that guy says makes me uncomfortable. That The scene where he walks out to his dumb C-class Mercedes and they're mm-hmm. like, He's like, this is my baby. And then, like, they're going through the center. She's just rifling through his center console, pretending it's, like, a playful thing, but that's something I've had women do before, just like rifling through my shit.
2: And she finds a condom.
1: And that was definitely, I doubt that was even planned because you could tell his reaction was genuine embarrassment.
2: I don't know about that, but fair.
1: And, like, I don't know why he wouldn't just own it. I've actually had that happen before where someone's found a condom and tried to give me shit about it. And it's like, would you prefer that I just have no condoms at yeah. all? And I'm just <laughs> yeah. he just looks to her like,
2: Do you want me to rod? I'm just going ro- I'm
1: going rogue with everybody.
2: Yeah. Yeah, exactly.
1: Smooching with everybody.
2: It's like, aren't you an adult, Hannah? Yes.
1: There's only four guys left. It's Pete, Tyler C, Luke P., mm. and um uh, Jed.
2: Jed. And
1: Jed's hometown sucked. It did. Peter breaking down into tears. um Peter's mother clearly doesn't like Hannah. <laughs> I could get that with her body language. And then Peter's yeah. family doing that weird German prayer Ugh. like before dinner that, like, oh, <laughs> yeah. That made me so uneasy. Like, if I was at your house and your family <laughs> just broke down into this prayer, I'd probably leave.
2: Yeah. No. That was making me laugh. All the families had, like, religious, like, things that they were doing to, like, show Hannah, like, this is how we do stuff over here. I was watching, like, I guarantee none of you people do any of this when people aren't around. They're just like, we need to... I hadn't even
1: thought about that, and that makes me hate it even more.
2: Like, we need to show her what being an O'Connor is all about, or whatever. It's just like, (laughs) oh, you all suck. You're all hacks who are, like, religious and just boring.
1: Tyler C's family my guy his family seemed relatively normal I don't even have anything funny to say about them like his brothers seemed like regular guys
2: yeah they went on a fun boat ride they
1: were fine Tyler's dad was actually kind of smooth with Hannah like a little flirty with her mm. and then it goes right into stupid Luke P Luke P, Luke P. his
2: family that sucked also giving
1: weird god speech for all his church friends he like brought her to his church group, and then he was talking about why does he have to keep bringing up the fact that he used to have an issue with having lots of sex with women in college? It's like, hey, bud. uh, Yeah. Most people do that.
2: (laughs) He just wants... Or if
1: they don't, they want to. So that's not really something that's that big of a deal, that you're 19 years old and you're having a little bit of fun.
2: Yeah. He's just such a hack, and he's all over the place. He just...
1: And he works it in there like a humble brag, and it's like he wants to remind Hannah that he's got some moxie or something.
2: Yeah. And it's-
1: everybody on the show is a Jesus freak.
2: Mm. Yeah, it is very, like, religion heavy. Especially it's in up these, with that. these final apps. They're, like, revealing. But yeah, then uh, she was in the music studio with Jed. Ugh. Oh. And them writing a song together gave me such a douche I went to
1: the bathroom during that scene and like peed and washed my hands and brushed my teeth just to avoid as much of it as I could without
2: pausing it (laughs) the guy Jed legitimately like he's writing a song and he starts going like you and me on cobblestone streets (laughs) I couldn't I couldn't believe my eyes and ears you know what that reminds me
1: of you singing just now
2: um no Your hit song,
1: Ruffalo Soldier. I don't want to put you on the spot, but... Are you not going to sing it for us?
2: I I missed it. (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm a Ruffalo soldier. Oh, (laughs) fuck.
1: Couldn't have been more off. the key. The best part is that we, di- we discussed doing that, and okay. you were kind of like, you don't need to do the whole. And, like, and that, in my mind, that solidified, like, oh, I'm definitely doing that now, only I'm just going to not tell him about it. and wow. I'm going to sneak it in on him. I've been had. You've been had.
2: Um, I mean, fans, I'm a longtime Ruffalo soldier, but I don't, I don't really identify as a Ruffalo soldier that much these days. You're out his, now? His work hasn't been wowing me. I mean the old Ruffalo. We have a, there's a the segment stuff. here,
1: and I want to actually put some, put this in the notes because this is something we should actually break down, Mark Ruffalo. Mm. This is something that I think the fans will love. <laughs> Let's put some thought into this. I don't know. Into That's what? it was what an awful <laughs> episode it was. Jed's mom ruining it, like saying like I don't think he's ready to be married. It's like hey, at least fake it, dude. Like, yeah. this is... Do you not understand the point of the show? Do you not understand why I brought this woman to the house with a camera crew? <laughs> like, You're just going to say... Yeah, like, Mom, <laughs> cut it out. Mother! Like, of course I'm not ready to be engaged. I'm ready to get famous on TV so I can promote my country album. You
2: yeah. fat ass. Yeah. Like I've gotten this far. I'm ready to at least win this stupid competition and then be married for a week and then maybe be the next bachelor or whatever happens with these people. But, yeah, the... Um, and the way they film the Rose stuff... They just, like, they draw it out so deeply, and just for so long. It's like, just show it! Who got the rose? On with it. And then, uh, and they did this whole hoopla, but then everybody got a rose.
1: What I want to know...
2: And also, Hannah was wearing a backless dress, and... She has weird shoulder blades. I thought she had a nice back. What do you think of that? Uh, I think you're a little (laughs) too friendly... With
1: Hannah's posterior chain.
2: Backs can be nice. No, they t- can. I I'm love not, a nice back. I'm not talking about her butt. I'm talking about her actual back. No,
1: I say I've sense. said this to women before and they've acted like I'm a weirdo. Yeah. Like you like you can have I have a nice back. Like it's there's work to kid, be done on the back in the gym.
2: Kid, your back is sick.
1: While I'm on the subject, six one seven seven nine seven three oh seven six, send me a text message for a free consultation. Mm. Come on down to AnkFit, uh we'll get you in great shape. You win?
2: Yeah. No, but literally, I, I made pause. I was like, "That's a nice back. Might be the nicest back I've seen in she maybe ever."
1: A little bit of scapular winging going on with her with her <laughs> shoulder blades. Interesting. Which I think is a result of a cathodic curve on her cervical spine.
2: Mm, yes, I those understand of you in the physical
1: therapy the... field, take a peek. Yes. And correct me if I'm wrong. I may
2: be speaking out of turn. I hope we get a litany of emails from uh, uh, um, er, from doctors. This is the
1: home of learned doctors.
2: But yeah, legitimately the worst episode of The Bachelor yet. I I was, like, checked out and, like, looking at my phone through most... Like, more than ever watching this Yeah, I couldn't
1: get behind it either.
2: It, uh... Only a few more episodes left, fans. And thank you for sticking with us through this. If, you know... If you don't like it. If you're not watching the show. Hopefully it's fun anyways. Whole deal. Ba-ba-ba...
1: 90 seconds of the departed.
2: Yes, that seems like where we are driving towards. I have more, but I'll save it for next week.
1: Save it. We're way
2: over. Ba-ba-ba! You got any suits at home, or not you like coming to work dressed like you're going to invade Poland? Classic. You got quite the family tree here, kid. That yeah. mag uncle Leo's tummy maggot uncle of yours Tommy cost against That maggot... He gets busted selling guns to federal officers, among many, many, many I other don't. departures from our normative
0: behavior what's this got to do with me huh why are you pretending to be a cop
2: quap i need a fucking wall stat
0: okay fuck this you this unit is new and you are the newest members of it we have been <laughs> selected on the basis of intelligence and aptitude this is elite unit <laughs> our job is to smash this or possibly disrupt <laughs> organized crime in the city by enhanced cooperation with the FBI. Cooperation. presented here today by Agent Frank Lazio.
2: Baldwin has his a good... His royal tenenbaum's voice. Baldwin has a good Boston a accent. Very slight. What do you think?
0: You know who we mean. That's Jackie Costigan. no picture. Jackie met his demise. It's
1: pretty good, Last yeah. Less
0: photograph. Last photograph. Costello uses three key guys. It's <laughs> Fitzy. Yes. Walked the boat psycho, lives in Brockton with his mother. She's straight out of going my way. <laughs> Don't. Muscle, <laughs> French, the number one, <laughs> ones, the rock star. you know, we've done a briefing book, the to star. Read up. I want any and all ideas so I can pass What
2: them a super group. Uh, French, the uh, number one, Fitzy, Delahunt, and department. the number one.
0: Let's go to work. Oh man, let's go to work.
2: That was a That's very well-timed 90 seconds right there. That was a good 90, yeah. Ended with, let's go to work.
1: Yeah, perfect.
2: Dope. Uh,
1: I got nothing else. Plugs. Yes, I just got my plug-in, so sneak yours in.
2: Uh, Subscribe and follow us on iTunes and SoundCloud. And check out Movie Premieres Unlimited and follow Night Opening on Instagram and Twitter. (coughs) Email us at enoughthepodcast at gmail.com if you have any fun questions, concerns, recommendations, bids, whatever you got. I'm Scott Sweet. Swing- you
1: hit that post, by the way, I just know. now. That was not. That was awesome.
2: I like threw myself off. I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Skip Season. Follow me if you want to, folks. I would love it if you would have a good one. A good one.
1: Have a good one, man.
0: man.
1: Watch lots of cops buy a yacht with the flags.